T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'm Austin Bechtel with your fan headlines. Pitt basketball last last night to number 11 Duke, 75-53 to at the Peterson Event Center. Preseason ACC Player of the Year, Kyle Filipowski. Scored a double-double, 26 points and 10 rebounds for Duke. Bob Carrington had 10 points on 4-16 shooting. Penn's host the Canucks tomorrow at PPG Payne Serena at 7 p.m. Penn's with seven uh, with 44 points, one point out of a wild-card spot. Headlines for Robert Bowser and Genesis Monroeville. Now open for more, go to 937thefan.com. Right now, it's the Cook and Joe Show. All right, Ron, let's continue that conversation. We have city limits, our little friend Austin. You're not little. You're big, and I'm sorry for insulting you at the top of the show. Oh, all good. It's all good with Austin, Ron. How are you? Better than a pit basketball team, I'll tell you that. Yeah, we're going to avoid that topic today. That was looked that, like their their game last year in the in the in the uh, ACC tournament. Was it horrible? I mean, I I watched bits and pieces. I, I tried to I, watch I it, start the game, and it, they were down twenty five and a half. It was a replay they of that game they last year. They couldn't score. They couldn't stop. They couldn't. It was awful. Yeah, I was there. They just were smothered interior in the interior, especially just in the paint. That Popolowski's pretty good, oh, isn't yeah. he? Seven foot. What's his name? Kyle Filipowski. Filipowski. They call him Flip. Uh, Flip. Yeah. I mean, it was just men against boys, wasn't it? They had scouts from seven different NBA teams there as well, and I mean, if they were there to see him on full display. So they're now. Do you what? sit in the Pittsburgh Zoo limits? No, I was up in the press box. Are you a Pitt grad? I'm not. No, I was helping George Michalowski cover it for Pittsburgh Sports. Now, they are one and four now in the ACC. Right? It ain't good. Something it, like that. It, and yeah. they beat one and Louis, three, maybe. Uh, they beat one and four. You're right. They beat Louisville, who stinks. I don't know what they are, Ron. Who stinks? Yeah. Well, let's move on to more pleasant topics. <laughs> I didn't mean to start us off on a negative note. Let's continue that conversation that we just look at this guy who's having a rant up there. That Is was that a coach, soccer coach? That was the coach of Toronto. Oh the, my the, God! Look at his face. The Lakers shot twenty-three foul shots in the fourth quarter last night, and his team shot two or three, and he's just raging at the officials. Wow! I've never seen a sports face like that. Look at that guy. He he. he, he <laughs> look at him. And he goes on and on and on. And they, they won a close game and 23 foul shots for the Lakers in the fourth quarter. Can you find that for later? I'm, now I'm curious, City Limits. I just want to see that for yeah. later in the show. I want to hear that guy. Will do. Wow. Ron, Pittsburgh Buffalo sports history. Here's what I would say about it. Is that they should have been in the same divisions decades ago. Well, who, who's doing the thinking around here? It's a 15-minute drive. I get there. My record is three hours and 17 minutes. The only sports city closer to here Cleveland. is Cleveland. Cleveland. There's nothing closer to Buffalo, I don't think, unless it's Toronto. And that doesn't count. 
Uh, so whoever was doing the thinking long ago in the NHL and NFL got it wrong. It should have been we're playing a Buffalo team and Buffalo's playing a Pittsburgh team every other week. It should be like Cleveland, but it wasn't. So they don't cross paths often. But as I wrote for the Post-Gazette this morning, man, when they do cross paths in hockey or football, some strange and memorable stuff happens. I'm going to try to jog your memory a little bit. Are you ready? I'm ready. Terry Bradshaw. (laughs) If you don't think that wind can play a factor on Sunday or in any game in Buffalo, go ask Terry Bradshaw. Has a quarterback ever played a worse game? 1982. He was benched. Uh, for Cliff Stout. Cliff Stout. I think well, he threw for three yards. and th- uh, I wrote about this in my lead to my column yesterday about Najee. Three of 14, six two yards. Of, two of 13 for three yards. Right. Two interceptions. Four sacks, I believe. And a 0.0 passer rating. You can't do worse I was than that. There. Were you there? I yeah. was there. And, yo, we're sitting directly across each other. If I would throw the football to you and yeah. that win – it would end up in the glass like six feet to the right. right. I've never seen wind like that, and I don't think Bradshaw ever did either. I was at that game. And here's the instructive part about that, is that Bill's quarterbacks over the years, just by trial and error, I think learned to deal with that because you look, I think Joe Ferguson was their quarterback was, that day, but was. you look at Jim Kelly from a bunch of games, even Josh Allen, I think you learn at least a little bit how to cope with that, but if you're walking into it for the first time, it so can I, be troublesome. Even I've never been to a game in Buffalo, and I've been to a few where the wind isn't just the dominating part yeah. of the day. Yeah. This remember when the Steelers opened there two years ago and upset Buffalo? Yes. It was like September 14th or something. You go in there, and there were gale winds blowing out. Now they weren't right. frigid gale right. winds, sunny gale winds. But they winds. were gale yeah. winds. All the now, what 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 is up there? Is that the lake effect up there? I mean, yeah, yeah, lake effect. And then the the stadium's just on on a oh, basically on a field. It just, I mean, every stadium is on a field, I right? Limits, but you know what I mean, like the, a feel a farming field. Walking type in thing. with right. Dulac and Race, and I, I can't believe it. The wind would almost knock you over up there. The Winter Classic. Ah. Yeah, the Sabres and Penguins don't play much, but the first Winter Classic was the best Winter Sydney Classic. Sidney W. Crosby. Were you there at that one? I was not. You were. Yes. I no, was. I'll you had never. trouble getting home, right? Yes, I'll never forget driving I was not up there. In the morning, tailgate parties for both, both fan bases, like it was a football game. Set an NHL all-time record at the time, 71,217 people. And it was the first. It was the greatest. Now they've overdone that thing. Right. That was the first one. Not only that, it was played in a snow globe, a very light snow. And not only that, but Sidney Crosby on NBC delivered the game winner in a shootout against Ryan Miller. He would score another notable goal against Ryan Miller, wouldn't yeah, he, Ron? the golden goal. We should find Doc Emmerich's call of that first Winter Classic. I'll bet that would be great. They've never, they've never doubled it. See if you remember this one, Ron. The Steelers in '74 on their march to their first Super Bowl hammered the Bills and O.J. Simpson, holding him to 48 yards on 25 carries. However, in the '70s, O.J. had touchdown runs of 88 and 94 yards against the Steelers. Chuck Knoll said the first one, the 88-yard run down the left sideline, was the only time Jack Ham ever missed a tackle Is in his right? whole career. <laughs> Here's one you were at, I think. I'm guessing. 
Jim Haslett steps on Terry Bradshaw's head out of bounds and gets kicked out of the game. I don't remember. Avalon's very I, own. I know that it happened, but I don't remember being there. Home of Jerry DePaula, I might add. And also Paul Jim McMillan. Haslett. And is it Tom McMillan's home? Bellevue or Avalon, that area, yeah. There you go. And uh, Bradshaw said, I had to call my, uh, what did he say, my wig company and send me a three-quarter inch piece of hair because Haslett knocked out a piece of his Haslett was dwindling quite the hair. character. Quite the character. Here's one you'll remember, Ron. Mario, in game six against Buffalo, the game before Kasparitis beat Hashik on the overtime goal. And slid all the way up the ice. Right? On his belly. Yep. Mario, the game before that, looked like the series was over. Remember how weird that series was? Penguins win two in Buffalo. Buffalo wins two in Pittsburgh and then a third. Game six, end of regulation. A puck pops straight up into the air, way up in the air, lands right at the feet of Mario Lemieux, who whacks it in to force overtime. Did Straka score in overtime? But that was game six. Were you there for that one? I don't. No, I was not. I wasn't there for the Casparitis goal. You were there? Or I were? was not there. Oh, you weren't at that one? I was one. not at that game. One of the most incredible games I've ever seen. It was seen. incrinculent. It was incrinculent. Do you want to hear the Doc Emmerich call Sidney Crosby in the Winter Classic? Yes, I do, Austin. Uh, anytime you get How a about Doc- this guy, Ron? Falsey never would have done this. Well, I suggested it to him. Oh. I, I know. Here, eight for 26. The game on his stick right here. Score! Oh. I can see it right now. I can now. see Doc. Do it. Oh, now, one more there, uh, City Limits, if you can find the golden goal from the Olympics. The I'm golden sure, goal would be I'm good, sure, City That was Limits. Vancouver 2010. I'm sure Doc was on that call there. Too. And here, this might be the coup de grace, Ron. And sort of encouched in this piece I wrote for the Post-Gazette today is that, man, when these two teams have come together on the ice, on the field, a lot of times it's Pittsburgh torturing Buffalo. So I and that's all factored into Buffalo's horrific history. history in sports. Every nightmare has a name for them, Ron. 13 seconds, that was Mahomes a couple of years ago. Music City Miracle, we know what that was. Wide right, we know what that was. And which one am I forgetting? Music City Miracle, wide right, 13 sec oh no goal. Brett Hull in the 1999 Stanley Cup Final. But let me ask you about this. How's this for a little history lesson, Ron? How many points are the Steelers favored by right now? Favored by? Or Bills favored by yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, it scared me there for a minute. I think it's up to 10. Well, it was, it was nine and a half or 10. Let's go with nine and a half. Okay. Because there was a day, I think you and I might have been at the Fiesta Bowl, or you might have been in Buffalo in 2004. When the Bills were nine-and-a-half-point favorites over the Steelers and they needed to win to make the playoffs. I was definitely there. Tom Donahoe needed to win to make the playoffs. Uh, nine-and-a-half-point favorites. And the reason they were nine-and-a-half-point favorites is because the Steelers sat half their starters, including Ben. And Why Jerome. don't you tell people what happened? Ben and Jerome. Yeah. And Willie Parker ran like a madman. Then unknown. That was, that was yeah. a big time come out for James Harrison, if I'm not mistaken. Then unknown. And there's, you can't tell me. They kept them out of the playoffs. Yes, they did. You can't tell me that Cower probably didn't enjoy that win as much as any he ever had because he and Tom Donahoe parted poorly. 
and Donahoe was the GM up there. I might put it in Cowher's top five most satisfying I, I would, wins. Yeah, I would put it real high. I was there, and he couldn't believe it. You know, Ben didn't play it. Ben had never didn't lose a game, right? Until then, they beat the Jets, not because of Ben. He didn't play well the next day in the playoffs, and then the Patriots beat him. That was the only loss he had. Exactly. And that's what I'm with, talking about like, here. Just like you know, Baltimore played the reserves against the Steelers the other day. That's what Buffalo did. That's what I'm talking about, Ron. That's why. That's why all of this has to normally. This stuff is, as Tomlin would say, mystical and, you know, super sti- – no, 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 He's, no, He doesn't no, no, believe no. in that. This is Buffalo. Blank happens to these people. I was one of them. So what, How about what, this? Where, where are we How leading? about this? Where are we leading with this? Are you give, Is this making you think the Steelers have even a better chance yes, this weekend? Yes, but I want to continue, and I want to jog your memory even more. Okay. It It's to the point, Ron – where people who are either wildly successful here or clearly on the road to success here went to Buffalo and saw their careers fall apart. May I indulge you in a list? Sure. Dan Bilesma, Tom Donahoe, Mike Malarkey, Chan Gailey, Doug Whaley, we love you, Jason Botterill. <laughs> Ron, it's unbelievable. The list of people. Buffalo is where careers go to die. Pittsburgh careers forged in Pittsburgh. Yes. Scotty Bowman couldn't even win there. He won more than anybody in hockey history. Literally won more than anybody in hockey history. Yes, he did. He won two Stanley Cups here, one as a coach. Immediately goes to Buffalo and never wins. So, yes, Ron, that's all leading me. So you're you're leading. You're starting to believe in your Pittsburgh Steelers this Sunday in Buffalo. A definite cover. I'm wavering on the rest. Jim Kelly riddled the Steelers for a career best six touchdowns. I might add in 1991. Were you there? I don't remember that. If I was or not. Then then obviously 92, Cowers first year. Right. The Bills beat them in the playoffs. 24, 24 to three. Three. Did and we that, mention that or were we talking no, off the air we about were talking that? Off the Tomlin air went or Tomlin. Cower went with uh, Neil O'Donnell. a rusty Neil O'Donnell over a red-hot Bubby and Brister. I think Bubby was real pleased with that. Frank Reich had a very nice game that day, I might add, Ron. Here's one for you. Ah, now I forgot. This was one of the best ones. What were we just talking about? Oh, one of the worst trades in Steelers history. Rich Emmert, our old friend from the Beaver County Times. My former colleague. I st- my former boss, the man. Without Rich Emmert, I'm not sitting here today. So now Damn you're Damn it, in, Rich. Damn it, Rich. <laughs> I used to like you. Damn it. He hired me at the Tribune Review, and things took off from there. Uh, he wrote uh, this about maybe, maybe the worst trade in NFL history. You know why it was the worst trade in NFL why? history, Ron? Because the Steelers sent Frank Lewis to the Bills, and guess who they got back? I don't remember. Nobody. Nobody. They just Nobody. to get rid of Frank Lewis? They traded Frank Lewis, who was a good player, but got squeezed out here by some pretty good receivers. Yeah, he did. He would go on to be a Pro Bowl receiver in Buffalo. The guy in the trade was Paul Seymour, tight, tight end. Tight end, Notre Dame, I believe. Paul Seymour failed his physical in in Pittsburgh. Failed the physical. And so They didn't, they didn't um, cancel out the trade. Didn't have to. Rich Emmert wrote in the Beaver County Times, and I quote, when Pittsburgh called the Bills and wanted some compensation, Chuck Knox, 
Sewickley Zone said no. God bless you, Ron. Thank you. Very said kindly. no way. There you go, Ron. There's your history. How, how does that work, though? I don't understand. How can he say no way? I don't know. There were probably rules back then. Yeah, it I didn't mean, you, feel you can't important. Send, you can't send, you know, bad, you know, dead weight to somebody for a trade. You could damage then, goods. I guess. I guess is the, the timing. For. The yeah, timing maybe, would have been maybe. it. But that's what happened, Ron. Did you know the final piece of the French connection in Buffalo was Rene Robert from the Penguins in a trade? I did not know that. You do now. Did you know that? You know this. Tom Barrasso. Maybe the Penguins never win a 90s cup unless Tony Esposito, who knew a good goalie when he saw one, got Tom Barrasso for Doug Bodger and Darren Shannon. The best goaltender in Penguins history for my money. Say what comes to mind now, Ron. Buffalo guys who helped Pittsburgh. These are people born in Buffalo who helped Pittsburgh in some way or another. Just say the first thing that pops into your mind as long as it's not a swear word. You ready? (laughs) Okay. Julius Page. Oh, leaping out of the gym for Pitt. Brooks Orpik. Oh, great defenseman for the Penguins. Just a glue guy. Orchard Park's very own Craig Wolfley. Yeah, that's right. Wolf still making contributions to the Steelers as a, a color man. A treasure. And one of the greatest people yes. I've ever met. Rob Gronkowski from Amherst, yeah, my hometown. He came here for a year, right? To and he played basketball. He was a maniac on the basketball court as well for Woodland Hills. And finally, Bob Lanier, who made a cameo appearance in The Fish That Saved Pittsburgh. <laughs> You're reaching for that one. How about Pittsburgh guys who helped Buffalo, Ron? You ready for a first thought on these? I'm ready. Billy Knight, Braddock's very own pit legend, had a 53-game stint in Buffalo and averaged 23 points a game and went to the YMCA right across from my house and didn't remember me. Remember he was on with us? Right, right. One of the greatest pit players of all time. Paul Poslesny. Just inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame yesterday, as a matter of fact. A Bills draft pick. I stood next to him on a, a sun-soaked field in Hope August well of whatever year it was, and he asked me about getting, you know, where do I look for apartments in Buffalo? Hope he was well, tapping me for info. Hopewell's own. Jim Kelly. Do we consider he's, him a Pittsburgh guy, Ron? Western Bra- Pennsylvania. He's, he's Brady is Western yeah. PA more than Pittsburgh. Close enough, right? right? And Ben's very good friend, correct? Ben wore number uh, seven. No, that was Elway. He was after, he wore Elway's number. But he and uh, he and Kelly are very close. I've spent a lot of time, I think, at Kelly's uh, or maybe hunting, it's Ben's fishing, hunting lodge. All, all that, that stuff. Kind of stuff. Demar Hamlin, McKee's Rocks pit man. I mean, always be remembered for his miraculous comeback from that. Incident in Cincinnati, Dead right? on the field. And finally, Chuck Knox. Did you ever interact Swickley, with him? Swickley's, Swickley's own. very own. No, I can't remember. I mean, I probably talked to him, but I, I, I don't I don't remember. I just remember people mixing him and Chuck Knoll up, you know. And Knoll would. All the time. Knoll would yeah. get K-N-O-L-L. Right. And, um, yeah, I, that's a, quite the history there, Joe. There is. They so sh- are we going to add another should, chapter to it we might. this weekend? You know, I have a feeling. Did I mention Le'Veon running for that record? Yeah, 238 I was there that in the day. snow. I was there that day. Did I mention Josh Allen tying a Bills record with a 98-yard touchdown? Something weird's going to happen. 98-yard touchdown. Something memorable will happen. And last but not least, Ron, in a game where Troy Polamalu made one of his greatest interceptions, and by the way, in a game where if these Steelers lose this game in 2010, 
they don't win the AFC North, and they probably don't go to the Super Bowl, which means we all would have been spared Richard Mendenhall's fumble. But still, you like to go to the Super you Bowl, like right? You like to go to the Super Bowl. You'd rather Stevie, go and lose than not go. Stevie Johnson, Bills receiver. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. In overtime, drops a sure touchdown pass. As sure as the nose on your face, city limits. It was right in his hands. Right in his hands down the left sideline in overtime. Who was the quarterback? That's a trivia question, Limits. Wrong. Ryan Fitzpatrick threw the ball. Stevie Johnson drops it. Steelers go on to win. Stevie goes into the locker room, grabs an iPad, and pounds out the following tweet, Ron. This was when Twitter was just becoming popular. Uh, It was to God, by the way, a tweet to God. I don't know if he has a Twitter account. He has a personal address for him. I praise you 24-7, five exclamation points. And this, how you do me? You expect me to learn from this? How? I'll never forget this, ever. Thanks, though. (laughs) That was the ending of the tweet. Uh, Thanks, though. He blamed God for the drop pass. Yeah, pretty much, but also thanked him for it. Can't blame his eyes, I guess. Limits, were you even alive back then? What was the year? 2010? Yes, I was alive. (laughs) How old were you? In 2010? Nine. Nine? Do you remember the game? I don't. No. I remember the game. So do I. I remember that game very, very well. I've been part of a lot of those, but not all of them. And I guess my favorite would probably be the Winter Classic. Oh, man, was that great. The Winter Classic. And that that showed that these two cities, as Orpik and Poslesny both would tell me over time, very similar mentalities, just sports fanatical. You know what I mean? Right. The difference is Pittsburgh's had a lot more success. Huh. Since, Same thing with si- Cleveland. Since the Super Bowl was invented in 1966, we here have won 13 championships plus a national championship in college football. Buffalo has won. Let me count them up here, Ron. No, zero. <laughs> zero. What's your feel? What's your gut feel on this game? Because I can tell you, everybody in Buffalo, and I know the mentality, is thinking, oh, my God, a a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. What's going to go wrong? The line is too big for me, and that tells me Buffalo's going to blow them out. I think Buffalo's going to win by at least 10 points. Limits, you agree? It is a huge line. Now, I don't like the Steelers' chances overall, but you'd imagine it's going to either be a field goal or a touchdown game. I would take the Steelers on a point. If the Steelers hang close, Ron, do you think then they win? They got to get it into the fourth quarter close. And then Buffalo, the the pressure is more on Buffalo even than the Steelers. We think Tomlin needs to win a playoff game. They need Mason's playing for his career. Um, But the Buffalo, this, you know, they lose this game as that favorite McDermott and Allen are got to wonder, are they ever going to get over the top? I'm telling you, I and I mean this, usually I think this stuff is bunk about a certain city's bunk. history. It is bunk. But but it's not in this case. And the, and the prime example I would use is the Pirates when they had a 20-year losing streak that Andrew McCutcheon, Neil Walker, Pedro Alvarez, they had nothing to do with. And as it was happening, as they were emerging from the losing toward that wild card game, they would tell you, no, I don't have anything to do with, with 2004 or this 20-year losing streak. But when they broke it, 
after they broke it, they all told us it weighed on them. It weighed on them. 20 years of losing, the curse of the Pirates. It just does. It's the energy in a stadium or a ballpark. It's the energy of a city. As a team, when it's that profound, you carry it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know. What do you think about? You think they're going to cover but may not win. I'm going to tell you that at 11 o'clock, Ron. I'm still forming my feelings. I don't know if I want to go to the length of picking an upset. Let's hash this out. Let's hash out the whole Mason Rudolph story because that has to be a precursor to this. But first, Limits, did you give me any reads today? Uh, I got What's them. going on Before here, we got I to did the... when you were t- sitting over at the desk in the newsroom. Where did I put them? Before we go to the break, though, you mentioned the golden goal. Can we hear Doc? Oh, I'd love to Can hear the golden hear goal. Can we hear Doc Emmerich on the call? Of Sidney Crosby's goal to beat Canada and Ryan Miller in the 2010 Olympics. Here it is. Scary play made there. Back ahead now comes Sidney Crosby. Crosby tries to dance through. Miller guides it away to the corner. Crosby up with it there. Punched along to Jerome Ginlet. Crosby scores! It's over. The gold medal to Canada. <laughs> Is there anything better than a Doc Emery call? For me, nothing. For me, he's the greatest play-by-play man in any sport in history. And when I hear it, I miss it, you know? You kind of forget about things until you hear it again. Yeah, I miss that voice. You know, and if they'd have lost that game, Canada, Sydney would have been a GOAT because he didn't play well in that tournament. And that goal kind of came out of nowhere. You could tell. Right. Even Doc was surprised. It I, was – he. so he became – you know, that's one of the, the if not, who who was the other goal that the the, the Buffalo, not Buffalo guy, the Canadian goal that beat, was it beat the Russians? Paul Henderson? That's one. The legendary goal. Those yeah. are like the two greatest goals in Canada history. Yeah. And Sid would have been a GOAT if they'd have lost that game. And the uh, Gretzky-Lemieux goal was right, right behind him. Right. Or maybe right, right I don't know. Right, I don't know right, where right that there, one figures Right in. there, right. Now I'm sad, But Ron. Doc isn't, oh. I miss him. I miss him. Get him on this week. We can reminisce and talk a little hockey. Give him a call. I will try to do that. I'm sad, Ron, not only about Doc Emmerich, but because I obviously misplaced my reads that City Limits gave me. I went into the computers and looked up reads, Cook and Joe, and guess whose reads came up? Who? Folsey's. It's a little email from Folsey. There you go. Isn't that sad? I just passed mine over to you. You can take what you need and then pass it back. Clearly, Ron is not as broken up as I am over the departure of Folsey. Uh, Clearly, Ron is a little more organized than you and doesn't lose his material. Limits came up to me when I was in a fever trying to finish my column and just threw these papers at me. I don't know where they are. I'll print you some more. Thank you, Limits. Coming up, Chelsea Messenger is going to take a look at these games, particularly this one. I'm curious to get her uh, feelings on the line at 9.5, now up to 10. And these other games, what are some good bets this weekend? The general will have Starkey's card of the week. And then let's get into some heavy Steeler Bills talk centered around Mason Rudolph and all the implications of this game and where he is on the depth chart and also your general feel about this game. We'll talk about all of that. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia in Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. 
Right now, it's 1028. Time to call Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. Why pay 40% when you can pay 25%? Call 888-98-TWINS. And I want to tell you a little bit about these games. Well, we have Chelsea coming up. We have FanDuel right now. And, yeah, the regular season was fantastic, but there's nothing like Super Wild Card Weekend. Six games, three days, winner go home, and you'll always have a spot in the playoffs with FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge. America's number one sports book. So many ways for you to pick up a W. Let's pick a random game. Let's pick Green Bay, Dallas, and let's go over. I see a quarterback battle here. I see a lot of points here. But you get to make your own decision, and you got 150 bucks in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Starkey to join today. That's FanDuel.com slash Starkey. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21-plus present in Pennsylvania. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call one eight. I'm Austin Bechtel with your fan headlines. The Steelers have signed Brad Wing, the punter, back to the practice squad. Wing punted a couple of games this season with the Steelers once Presley Harvin was out. And the Bears have fired offensive coordinator Luke Getzey and other members of their coaching staff. Headlines are proper Bowser and Genesis Monroeville. Now open for more. Go to 937thefan.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, Ron, let's go out to the fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years where we find Odyssey betting insider and our friend Chelsea Messenger. Chelsea, great to have you, especially this week when we're looking at a gigantic point spread. I went back in time. I looked at every – I'm from Buffalo, by the way. I looked at every Bills playoff game, many of which I've, I've, I've experienced firsthand. And if they lose this game, it will have been their worst playoff loss ever in terms of point spread. I think it's up to 10 points. Is that what you have, and what's a good bet here? I think the Bills are hard to trust in this spot. Because don't they look like the better team? But you've seen how they play down to the level of their competition. They barely eked out a win over the Chargers with an interim head coach. Granted, that game was on the road. They won it 24-22. Then they beat the Patriots by seven at home. So when you're looking at a 10-point spread, like I'm not in love with taking the Steelers without T.J. Watt now. But still, it just feels like too big 
of a number. So it would be Steelers or nothing for me. But I do remember a very similar scenario to what we're seeing in the point spread this week. I think it was two years ago. The Steelers were getting, I think, exactly 10 points on the road at Arrowhead against the Chiefs. And you should know that that's back when the Chiefs were really good. Uh, So maybe it's a different scenario, but Steelers got absolutely trounced. I remember because I took the Steelers. I said too many points. I'll take the Steelers. So maybe this is, you know, fate trying to tell me, do not make this bet again. But 10, it's too much for me to lay uh, for Buffalo. All right, Chelsea. First of all, all of Pittsburgh sends congrats to you and your Tennessee Titans uh, for getting the Steelers in the playoffs. I just wanted to pass that along uh, to you. Uh, and get your thoughts bef- uh, before I ask you for a bet. How about them firing Mike Vrabel? What do you think? Uh, I hate it. I hate it. He's definitely going to go somewhere and succeed. I just know it. Uh, because I think the problem was not that he wasn't good at his job. I just think there were some disagreements between him and the current GM. Because, you know, this is all walks of life. You can be great at your job, but if the higher-ups don't like you, you're probably on your way out the door. So I feel like he's going to be a great fit for somebody. Uh, the players all rave about him. So we'll see where he lands, but I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be real disappointed that he's not our head coach moving forward. All right. What's, you got six games this weekend. What's, a, what's your best bet on the board? Yeah, here's the trend of the week. Playoff quarterbacks who are making their first playoff appearance against quarterbacks who have playoff experience – uh, are 17, 35, and one against the spread. That is 32%. Not a great number in the betting world. So we're going to take that trend and apply it to one of the games on the board. I think I'm going to go with the, the Browns laying two and a half on the road at the Texans. It's not just because of the stat, but also because of the recent stretch that we've saw, seen from the Browns. They've really uh, improved their passing game with Joe Flacco and plus. If there's ever a spot for the passing game to really flourish, it's against the Houston Texans, who are giving up the eighth most passing yards to opposing quarterbacks. It's indoors. And also, you talk about the Browns' defense. On the flip side, C.J. Stroud's been a great story as a rookie quarterback, but he goes against a Browns' defense that's giving up the second-fewest passing yards to opposing quarterbacks and a defense that's had historic numbers uh, earlier on in the season. So I'll go with the Browns laying two and a half on the road at the Texans. I just told you Pittsburgh loved you because of the Titans. They're not going to like this because this would not be a good trend for Mason Rudolph against Josh Allen, would it? But it's also 10 points. You know, it's not 100%. Uh, so I do think that trend is very telling. But again, look at the team that Buffalo has kept it close with. The Chargers, the Patriots. Maybe it's a Buffalo blowout, but the Bills are really hard to bet on because doesn't it feel like they are so all over the place? If they play to their full potential, they can beat just about anybody in the NFL. But if Josh Allen is throwing picks like he normally does, it feels like the ultimate level playing field for even the worst teams in the NFL. So I'm still not laying the 10 with Buffalo. Chelsea, we appreciate the time. Enjoy the playoff weekend. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. That is the host of the Daily Tip, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Chelsea Messenger. Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also be sure to check out the Daily Tip podcast for more of Chelsea's analysis. Just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcasts. Ron, she says she doesn't trust the Bills as a heavy, heavy favorite. 
Neither do I. I don't think they've done anything to earn it. They, they've won. I give them credit for winning their games down the stretch. But, man, except for Dallas, these games were really, really shaky. So how do you explain? Is it just because Josh Allen, right? I mean, they're like the third or fourth choice is to win the Super Bowl. A- after Allen. Baltimore yeah. and after San Fran, I think they might be third. I think it's him, and I think he's the type of guy. It ain't basketball, but we've seen guys go on runs in basketball because of one player, and I think people look at Josh Allen and wonder, is this guy just going to put this team on his back and go? But uh, other than that, I think I think, I think think Vegas has overrated them. I could be proven wrong, but I've been watching this team week by week, and I agree with her. They keep these games. They find a way to keep games that shouldn't be close, close. They specialize in that. And then this week's line, I think, how many points is T.J. Watt worth on a line? Three? I got to think at least three. Well, let's talk about that coming up top of the hour. We'll talk a little about Mason Rudolph. We'll hear the ending of the Tomlin News Conference yesterday. We were just talking about uh, Andrew Janoco and Luke Getze being fired in Chicago, coordinator right. and quarterbacks coach, I think. Uh, Luke Getze was the offensive coordinator. Andrew Janoco uh, was the quarterback coach. Both pit guys. Yeah. Well-known pit guys, well-regarded in the coaching profession. Um, kind of sad to see, but I'm sure both of those guys will get jobs somewhere. Uh, but Getze and Janoco out with the Bears. Now, is this Eber? What do you call him, Eberlews? Eberlews. He's Eberlews. starting to become Eberwin at the end e- of the year. Eberlews. I mean, is this ownership making him making some changes, maybe? Them instead of you? Um, that could be, too. Does the Tyreek Hill situation make that game the most compelling of the weekend? Him going back to KC. That's a hell of a story. Yeah. No, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. Um, about that. I mean, how about, you know, Cleveland going to Houston after the Deshaun Watson trade, going back to where that trade was made. Yeah. Then, then the other one is, you know, the Packers playing the Cowboys in the uh, Mike McCarthy Bowl. There's some interesting matchups this week, but probably Tyreek Hill going back to Miami might be the best. Well, it would let's... really be interesting if Deshaun Watson was quarterbacking the, te- the, the Browns. Wouldn't it, though? Going back to Texas. Although that's where he made his first game start, right? Didn't he start his first game in Houston? Or Who? was it against Deshaun after Deshaun. he suspended last year? I thought his first game yeah, was. Yeah, maybe it was. I, I can't remember. It was either at Houston with, yeah. or it, against Cleveland. Yeah, in Cleveland at against Houston. Right? City so, Limits has confirmed it. Yeah, right. I remember that. Because I mean, as soon as the suspension came out, it was like became, how's he going to do? You yeah. Know? All right, coming up, let's talk to the general. Let's do Starkey's Card of the Week coming up next, and we'll also talk about a very interesting ending to the Mike Tomlin News Conference and about Ron's excellent column today, which I didn't realize you had written until maybe 15 minutes ago, Ron. Thank you very much, Joe, very kindly. I believe you have a message for the people. I do. I want to talk about Mr. Rooter Plumbing. I have to laugh this morning because I talk all the time about my challenge of finding a Mr. Rooter Plumbing truck on my way into work. So damn if I don't stop at my get-go on 228. Uh, in, Where horse works? In Cranberry. No, that, he's at a different one. Um, I, I'm just filling up. I, I'm just pulling away, and who pulls in right next to me but a Mr. Rooter plumbing truck. I smiled, not because somebody has a plumbing problem, and uh, called 412 Rooter 2, and that truck is headed to somebody's home or business, 
to fix that problem. No, I smiled because somebody was smart enough indeed to call Mr. Rooter Plumbing at 412 Rooter 2 with any kind of a plumbing problem. Bob Beal has built a plumbing company empire uh, with the help of his right-hand man, Spider Alexander. They've been doing it. Uh, the, the company's going on 21 years in this mar- market, getting bigger, better every single day. Write the number down one more time, 412 Rooter 2. Check out the website. It's a terrific one, MrRooterPittsburgh.com. I've been singing their praises for, man, going on three years now. Pittsburgh's number one, let me say it again, number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Rooter Plumbing. Bears announced that Matt Everflus will be sticking around. Adam Schefter of ESPN reporting that for the Bears next season after a couple of different coaching staff changes, including offensive coordinator Luke Getze being fired. Steelers signed punter Brad Wing to the practice squad. Wing spent a couple of games with the Steelers earlier this season when Presley Harvin was hurt. Pens host the Canucks at PPG Paints Arena tomorrow at 7. Headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more, go to 937thefan.com. Ron, let's go back out to the Nemecolon fan, not the Nemecolon fan hotline. Used to be the Nemecolon fan hotline. But let's go out to the fan hotline right now and talk to our friend, the general. And why can't I hear myself? There we go. Our friend, the general, it's time for Starkey's card of the week. Your chance to win the card or cards of the week comes from going to our website, 937thefan.com. Go to the contesting page between... um, Wednesday and Friday, right around now, right around noon, and you'll find our friend the General Hotline is presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. Ron, do you have a guess on the card yeah, of the week? Yeah, I got a national guess and a local guess. I, I mean, Najee just running spectacularly. I'm thinking maybe him. And how about a national perspective? How about a Mike Vrabel card? For the Tennessee Titans getting the Steelers into the playoffs. City Limits, would you like to guess on this? And how was your first interaction with the general? It was good. A second interaction, actually. Talked to him last week. Nice man, huh? Very. I think hmm, a TJ Watt card is probably the, not the most appropriate. What about welcome back Minka Fitzpatrick? Very nice guess. To the team. And I'm going to take a look forward, general. I'm going to go way off the board and take a wild guess that you think, as I do, that little Nicholas Herbig is going to have a big game. I'm going to go a Nick Herbig card. What do you got? Gentlemen, good morning. I appreciate you having me today. All good guesses. I'm going off the board a little today. We're going with we, – remember now, we've worn out Mason Rudolph, Najee Harris. Yeah, I know. We have cause to have them next week. We're going with Larry Fitzgerald this week, going into the College Football Hall nice. of Fame. Very nice. This Very nice. Most, pop, most popular guy that's a non-stealer. And and recently retired. We got a Topps Chrome 2004, obviously from the same draft class as Big Ben. Fantastic card. And we're going to also throw in uh, a little Buffalo connection. Hope Hall's own Paul Puzlesny also go, goes into the Football Hall of Fame college-wise. We're going to throw in a Puzlesny rookie card also. But I got to tell you, that introduction had me scrambling for Ernie DiGregorio and Gilbert Perot cards. You guys were on the <laughs> Buffalo run this morning. That was awesome. <laughs> That Those are fun. heroes of Joe's, man. Yeah, I know. Man, that's great. Well, General, you're a wonderful two, man. Those are two great cards, two deserving guys, man. Thank you, sir, and enjoy playoff and weekend. Thank you, and hopefully we have cause to get Mason or Najee back on there next week. That would be awesome. See, See you, man. General.
Have a great day. See you guys. There he goes, the general Starkey's card of the week from the baseball card castle in Cranberry. Your chance to win comes from going on our website right around noon or so between Wednesday and Friday. That's 937thefan.com. Ron, let's talk about your column, Mike Tomlin, coming up right now at the top of the hour. And we'll also get into Tomlin and Mason Rudolph in a very interesting situation at the end of that news conference yesterday. Let's listen to it and try to determine what exactly it meant. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm, where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. And the 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. I want to break down the Bills-Steelers game also from just strictly an X's and O's perspective. We're going to do that as the week moves along. City limits, I know uh, Jay Skursky from the Buffalo News is on our list. Who else? The big boy, Mark Caballi, right? 12.30. 12.30 for the big guy. He had some items in his mailbag that jumped off the page that I'm going to ask him. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy. 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. SunChevy.com. Going to be like this all day long, uh, somewhere in the upper 30s and Sort of miserable out there, I'm sorry to say. All right, I'm excited about this. Not about the state of my feet for the past many years. Uh, You may or may not know, I had a long and legendary pickup basketball career. City limits. Loved playing all the time. I've never really replaced it for just the strict workout that it gave me. Um, But the moral of the story is the joints of my big toes took a beating. Over the course of, of a couple decades, well, couple, three, four decades, and it got worse over time. Thanks to the Good Feet store, the problem is starting to get better. They have a plan, and the plan is allowing me to do things that I love without the kind of pain I was experiencing. It hurt. It hurt limits. It really did. I mean, just walking around. Now you, people know I play golf these days. And the way I play golf, I have to take a lot of long walks to retrieve the golf ball at times. And it starts to flare up. I'm now experiencing relief from the Good Feet Store. It's a pain relief solution. All the failed remedies are gone now. One guy thought I had, uh, what was it, gout? It wasn't gout. It was 40 years of pickup basketball, not gout. And there was no solution. But what they've given me, and I'll explain as the week goes along precisely what they have given me as far as sort of a three-part solution here that's very easy to follow at the Good Feet store. The important part is I'm experiencing relief from the pain. That's the good part. Nice locations around town. I went to Robinson Town Center. Uh, across from Ikea, you can go to Cranberry Township, Route 19 North, uh, next to Walgreens, goodfeet.com. Place is awesome. People are awesome. Come in and try the good feet feeling today. Comfort, energy, performance, and pain relief at the Good Feet store. Good 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.